0: From the backwoods in the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn,
1: Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. That's a great app
2: it is welcome Seriously. back everybody it is hour number three the uh big and wild outdoors uh we got Braden in the studio me got glenn right there in the middle uh between the uh, brayden dean sandwich dean fraser's in the studio <laughs> with us this morning uh if you didn't hear anything of the other two shows uh that would be the previous two hours bill george is still up in pennsylvania and jonathan is out there uh, on an excavator as we speak uh doing some more clearing stuff up there in bunstown uh, up there, you know, uh, trying to get things ready for uh, hunting season. It's a never-ending battle when it comes, especially after Hurricane Michael came running through. Uh, but uh, this morning, we wanted to stop off the uh, third hour with a good buddy of ours, Don. Don, you there? Yes,
0: sir. How are you doing, Braden?
2: I'm doing good. Now, if uh, nobody knows who you are, uh, you want to give us a quick description? I wanted to hear your official title with uh, Big Dog Bates. I want to hear what you call
0: yourself. <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm the owner, the bait maker, uh, the labeler, the bagger. I pretty much do it all.
2: <laughs> that's what I was, was going to say, you are the actual big dog of big dog
0: baits. Well,
1: no, the actual big dog is sitting right next to me. So, in other words, he's the Chihuahua.
0: You're the Chihuahua. You're the working Chihuahua. Yeah. Uh,
2: but now, uh, Don, I, you know, I, I had a, I never, I, I'll be honest with you, I'd never heard of your bait product before in my life. Uh, I actually had a young man who came in and uh, talked to me uh, while I was out of G5. And said, dude, you know what you need to have in this store? You need to carry some of these uh, big dog baits. And I said, well, first off, where are they out of? Because, believe it or not, this is one of the good things about what's happening at G5 is that most of the stuff that they carry in the store is local. It is. we're, We're trying to. It's a family owned and operated business. And, you know, it's hard to compete against big box stores and all that other stuff that go can buy, you know, uh, Five hundred metric tons of gambler worms and put them in, uh, you know, their ten thousand stores and that kind of thing. And uh, believe it or not, we thought of it in a situation where it's like, you know, what? Why don't we help the people who are actually around us, who actually live here, breathe here, fish here, know these waters better than anybody who lives in a state far, far away, who's making baits for uh, people in other in other countries and other states, and. I uh, went on your website, took a look at the baits and said, man, these look really, really hot. I, I think these are a pretty good product. And then uh, Don was nice enough to send us a sample pack. And I showed them to every, I think every member of a strawberry crest fishing team, everybody from a uh, plant fishing team and everybody else from any other fishing team. And they were all like, dude, these things are awesome. Are you going to bring these into the store? And I said, you know what? Yes, we are. And uh, Don actually brought them down personally and brought them. Well, in. Well, when
1: you say brought them down, where is down from?
2: Brought them down from where? You're actually in Inverness, I'm right? In Floral City, Citrus Flor- County,
1: Floral City. That's a long trek. Now, I mean, made it sound like he was in like Canada or whatever. Come no, down.
2: He's here in Florida. <laughs> I he just drove through Floral Moral.
1: City like a week and a half ago.
2: Yeah, well, that's because it's yeah,
0: where... No f- don't blink, you'll miss the whole thing.
1: Well,
2: the only reason I only thing that I even know that's in Floral City is Floral City Airboats and that's because uh, And they
1: got brown water too. I drove by them as well. Yeah, that's Yeah,
0: you got brown water. You got Floral City, Floral City's been making some outstanding airboats for years. Yep.
1: Yeah, Mike, uh, that's who uh our hole and rigging all come from that I we're running up on pan now
0: well i remember
2: back in the day we went up there because of your old cottonmouth. i think we got went up there one time for something i can't remember we went to floral city airboats for some reason i don't remember but
1: yeah it wasn't for anything with the cottonmouth. but uh yeah we was up there checking them out
2: Well, now, for for you, uh, how long have you been in business? Let everybody know because, uh, you know, you're not huge. We
0: we started this probably somewhere around 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Basically, what it was was a good fishing partner of mine. We got to the point where we we got tired of being able to buy a particular bait and then a month later no longer being able to get it.
1: Eh, That sounds familiar. It sounds very familiar. (laughs) Very familiar.
0: (laughs) So we started to make our own baits um and it was right before the housing crash and everything went bad and we we were both you know we were making good money we were fishing tournaments we were doing a lot of things and, and we got a pretty good start on this and and we started making our own and we started giving a few to some friends and whatnot and when the economy crashed we both lost our jobs <laughs> so we decided to go into bait making business and here we are 10 years later down the road and you know we're we're a small company uh we have a, a cult-like following. The people that, that that really get into our baits are, are solely into them. Um, we really try to build a quality product. Um, we don't want something that when you open a bag of baits up, you're lucky if you can use half the baits in the bag because of whatever reason they're misshaped. Uh, they look like they got run over by a truck, whatever. We try to bring out a really good, clean, quality bait, consistent colors, consistent consistency. Um, if you notice, you, you the one thing you notice with our Senkos, all our towels are exactly the same size. So all our towel colors are, you know, that inch and a quarter. Uh, they're not an eighth of an inch to three inches long on a bait. Every one of them is the exact same size. So when you buy our towel colored baits, you get 100% the same size tail every time you buy
2: a bag. That was one of the first things that people noticed when they looked at it. They said, I really like how these colors are on there. They're not just like blended together, and there's no consistency. You get a big bag of baits, and if you pull out five of those worms and put them all, they all look completely different. There's no consistency in them. I mean, yes, they're black with a blue tail, but yet the the, the length of the blue sometimes it's a little bit longer on some shorter on others maybe there's too much glitter on one side and not on the other there's you know i mean they're they're all completely uh different and not uniform and i think that that was one of the things i know that on the uh on the uh the dog bone that everybody that i showed the sample pack in they were like dude can i have a couple of these for a tournament this weekend and they were I want to try them out, and you know, I'd give a couple of ounce. I give me a report, and they were like, "Dude, you got to get some of those in." And if you notice, the first ones that went off the shelf, I think were the uh, black and blue tail, and the Junebug with a blue tail. Well, those, those are good. Those are good
1: quality colors to start with.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, those those colors have been our staple since we started. Uh, Sankos have actually, or dog bones have actually, stick baits have actually been our staple for our business since we started. Um, I think we're known more for our dog bows than we are anything else, but we make a great trick worm. Um, our flipping baits now, especially out of this new system we've got, our flipping baits are absolutely phenomenal.
2: Yeah, they uh, they, uh, they these, fell in love with that uh, BD, uh, BDB the the tick. Uh, I know that. Everybody loved that's, the tick.
0: That's, that re, that's a redesign from the original. Yeah,
2: and they um, love the sick. flea, the flipping flea. Man, they were like, "Oh, you got to get these in here. You
3: got to get these in here." The, the colors just seem clean on them too. Like the whole every single one, as you said, there's just like they end where they end, and they 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 just all look consistently good
0: we try to use a really good quality uh colorant we try to use a really good quality plastic we we strive to uh you would probably have a heart attack if you seen what we threw in the garbage every week
2: <laughs> yeah i'm sure now and uh, the thing is is i heard a rumor that uh you guys are going to be expanding and that you're going to be bringing in uh even more machinery and really going to be gearing it up and being able to do not only just two colors, but multiple colors. Am I right
0: or wrong? We're we're working on a three-color system right now, um, and we're also looking into uh, expanding into doing some saltwater baits. Yes.
2: Yes, we need what, what to hear you, what, that.
1: What's yes? Is that that song you were singing a while ago? She said yes, or he said what? It could be yes, or it could uh-huh. be
2: the group yes. You want me to start singing yes? I can start singing again, yes. No. No.
1: Stick but, to the baits.
2: But now, uh, <laughs> I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but you, can you let us at least know what, what, uh, what kind of baits you're leaning towards when
0: it comes to saltwater? As of right now, the first thing we'll start off with, obviously, is going to be our, our jerk baits. Which we will convert over to a, a harder plastic and a, and a saltwater color for the saltwater fishermen. Right. Um, we have some swim baits that are back out in design right now. When we get them done, we should have a, I want to say it's going to be a three and three quarter inch swim bait. Okay. Um, no hook slot. It'll be made strictly for, for putting on swim jigs and the back of saltwater jigs. Um, so it'll have plenty of beef so it won't slide off the hook. Uh, really great tail action, so we will do that in two different consistencies: a softer plastic for the bass guys, and a harder plastic for the saltwater guys.
2: So you're talking about um, like the uh, like on your webpage, you can look at like the the twitch and minnow type thing. Is that the yeah? Okay,
0: yes. it'll be the twitch and minnow will be one of the first ones we can uh, we can bring out. We'll probably you know we'll do root beer gold, electric chicken. We'll get get all the common colors from the saltwater. I tell uh, you, we'll the- do the same thing in the swim baits.
2: I, I, I will tell you this much, that electric bluegill that you have right there, uh, I got a, sub, a couple of those in the, in the sample pack, and uh, redfish love those things. I know it's a little softer and they were made for bass, but trust me, they worked just fine for redfish. I'll tell
0: you something that works really good for redfish, and a lot of people do. Well, actually, there's two baits we have that work really well for redfish. We're um, gonna, we're wait gonna you know what
2: don don hang on you have to save that till we come back from break see that we'll do okay. that as a teaser see we'll make them want more okay <laughs> you it's, got it you're, you're teasing us with the bait right now so we're looking at it trying to decide if we're going to eat it or not but we're going to take a real quick break stay with us we're going to take a fast one we're brought to you by g5 feeding outdoors a place where you can actually buy big dog baits and of course brandon ford we'll be back Them. we're sitting here still talking baits off the air. We're like, now we're doing colors, and I think that one of the funniest things uh, we're with Don, who's uh, with Big Dog Baits. He's been basically the big dog, uh, let's see, chef, bottle washer, uh, trach, changer, tra- outer, everything else. And uh, Don's the man to do that. But uh, Don, I got to ask you the same thing that Dean Frazier actually asked me off the air. Are you ready? You as a fisherman, I as a fisherman, him, everybody in this room as a fisherman, we would all look at the same bait known as the electric chicken and ask ourselves, "What in the world would eat that?"
0: <laughs> Fish. <laughs> and the thing yeah, is, is I've, I've seen actually I've made a few colors and I've seen a few colors over the years that have just made me scratch my head.
2: And I said the same thing I said to Dean. Have I you, says, have you "I don't know." But electric chicken? Oh, my, dude. <laughs> Stuff everything will eat it. I don't uh, understand just, it. I was
1: like, man, when Doug told me about that color, I was like, are you serious? But uh, I bought it, and by golly, it was it was on.
2: I'm
0: telling you, and then Dean said, sometimes you get out of that nature scale, and you get into those bright, uh, really just things that don't belong there. And that may be what triggers the strike more so than anything is the fact that it just doesn't belong there. I guess because I I still,
2: to this day, I look at those bubblegum sinkos and bubblegum worms and bubblegum colors and I go, what in the world is that fish thinking when he sees that thing go by? He's like, well, you know what? Oh, you know what? I got to at least try it. The you know thing. what? I, it's, like, it's, bad. it's like sushi. When you look at it, you kind of go, okay, I don't know what that, but you know what? I'm at least going to try say, it. i say the
3: only thing I can really think of is maybe uh, you know, on a cloudy or the water clarity isn't that great, and so they're having a hard time seeing whatever's in front of them, and then all of a sudden, something bright and colorful goes in front of them. They're like, well, I guess I'm going to eat it. Something yeah. like that. I don't I saw, know.
2: I saw one. Have you ever seen those Swedish fish? You know, those little gummy uh, fish?
1: You've seen those? Of course.
2: There's actually a bait that that's color. It's called mercuricomb. If you remember what that yeah, was. Yeah, you
1: put that on your cut. You, you might that, want to take oh, that with you. Keep the bacteria down.
0: Yeah. Oh my God! I've caught some. I've caught some huge fish on methylene worms in the springtime. Is that not
2: crazy? I mean, but you would look at that color and you would go, "Okay, I don't know anything that would eat that." There's nothing in
0: nature that is that
2: color <laughs> swimming
0: in the ocean, or at least no, there's not, and it, it, it's amazing. I mean, that's a bait I'll take out probably right around the end of January and fish till maybe the first week of April, and then it gets put away and doesn't come out for the rest of the year.
2: Well, I they're th- probably
1: just trying to fix all them hook marks in their mouth putting some uh, phthalate on that thing to help it heal
2: well you know I, i think that uh i think that a lot for a lot of people i know for a lot of people who are bass fishermen that do it all the time and all that kind of stuff but what i don't think that a lot of people realize the lay fisherman doesn't realize that there are certain baits that work at certain times of the year and certain colors that work throughout the year as well uh, you know, I know there's a certain segment of time where you know Houdini is the big one. Then you move into Christmas or Mardi Gras, and then all these other colors. And uh, of course, it also varies with the uh, the color of the water, as Dean pointed out.
0: You know, so right. Well, it's it's more it's more so uh, it's more so bait styles that'll change. If if, if you find the color on a Colorado sure. lake and you usually dial it in, it's usually it's fairly consistent that that color is going to work 99% of the time. Not always, but, you know, there, there's a good chance when you get on a color on a particular body of water, you're going to stick with that thing until something changes. Yeah. Uh, bait style is the big thing with, with temperature changes and swings and whatnot. The amount of action that's in a bait versus, you know, like when the weather's is really cold, a straight tail trick worm works a lot better than a ripple worm does.
2: Well, you know what's really funny is that Don, uh, being the bait person he is, and and being the, the the guy who's making them, selling them, and and bringing them, and doing all that kind of stuff, uh, when you talk to a local guy like you, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do business with you is the fact that uh, you don't get that customer uh, association that you do with like a big company or a distributor or somebody like that because he can tell you those kinds of things. And we'll tell them to you instead of trying to sell you something. I remember when he was dropped, when you were dropping off the baits, you said, uh, hey, you guys ought to be getting some of these in pretty soon because nobody's going to be buying these or, you know, flipping and jigging seasons, getting ready to get over with. Now right. I, I don't know any salesman or any Dean, you've worked with them before when We've you worked were with
3: plenty of them yeah. Uh,
2: they don't tell you those things they try to sell you even more of them. hey you know what i see you're getting really low on these craws oh, yeah. you know you might want to need I'm a couple of them special on them.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, one question i had for you i was looking at the uh, the billy frogs and i'm a big fan of like zoom horny toads and you know uh, any sort of top water soft plastic buzz frog and i was looking at something i noticed that was different about yours was uh the big old gaping hole in the back of this frog and so is that yep. is that where you're the i'm, I'm sure that's where the hook's that or where the hook's going to be sitting but how long is that frog because i mean i'm usually using like four odd um, extra wide gaps when i'm throwing those types uh, of frogs
0: believe, I, I believe they just put the uh you guys only put the little bully in the in the store, which that one is a three and a half inch, and usually we'll run a four op wide gap hook with that.
3: Gotcha. Um, and our,
0: our big frog is four and a half inches, and we run a six op wide gap with that. Really?
3: One. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the little bully, uh, bully is about the size of the the horny toad, and so the big bully is a bit bigger than that. That's. Oh, well, I gotta try one of those. If you need yeah. somebody, if you need and somebody
0: to
2: order know, you some, I know a, a guy.
3: Oh, well, that's good. <laughs>
0: We are currently in the process of coming out with a four inch bully frog that has horny toad style feet on it.
3: Oh wow! Well, uh, that, I'll that be, type of frog, I'll be the types a gig of, in it, in <laughs> <laughs> the types of eats that you get on those types of frogs. I mean, it's just insanity. So I was looking at that and notice it's just a bit different than any of the other ones that I've seen. So that's well, the nice
0: thing about that, that big pocket. What, what that big pocket does is it helps that frog collapse on the hook set. Oh, okay. If you take that frog out and you fish it compared to a lot of the other frogs on the market, and I'm not going to knock any of them because they're all great, they all draw great strikes. But that particular frog right there, the hookup ratio is so much better on it because the frog will actually collapse and let the fish get more hooked
3: yep that's definitely a problem that i've had before and a lot of times the hook will get stuck inside the bait and you'll just have a false hook set and yeah i mean if you figured a way to solve that problem then you 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 got yourself a killer
0: and uh, the 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 reason why we're coming out with the other frog is, is that the of course the bullies that we have now are paddle tail or boot tail style frogs um they're great on you know uh windy days Mm-hmm. You know, days when the weather is not really great, but on a really clear, calm morning, you really need that other style frog. Yep. With the one with the flutter style, foot, something like the horny toad. So yeah, that's it's got a little higher pitched, a uh,
3: little higher pitch, you know, trail behind it, and yeah, you oh, know, it's d-
0: quieter. Yeah. It's yeah, a lot quieter and a lot more subtle than the boottail frog is.
2: Yeah, that thing makes a lot of noise thumping across the top of the water, which I will say uh, would probably be really good on snook.
3: <laughs> oh, well, don't
0: give you away secrets, we man we were talking earlier about redfish Yeah that, that little bully frog, them redfish will annihilate that thing
2: I know, they love things that make noise And make a lot of, I mean, that's one of the reasons Why spoons are so successful with both of those I was wondering
1: if we were going to get to the teaser what? Uh, To finish up the teaser Before the break
0: What do you mean the
2: teaser? Well,
1: we got, the redfish we
0: got, bait that works, we got another bait that works really good for saltwater fish It works on a jig head And it, it is our, uh, our ridgeback um, it's a zipper-type worm with a curly tail on it.
2: Yeah, I think that's the one that Glenn actually uh, kind of fell in love with. Is that the one that
0: you were looking yeah,
3: for? Yeah, it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, the ridge yeah, That thing, I tell you what, there, there's a lot of saltwater fishermen out there that like to use that bait on on a jig, and they do very well with it. They say the trout and the redfish love
1: it.
2: You know what's really funny is you look at that bait, and that's another one where you kind of go, What in the world would eat that? But that's the first bait when Glenn looked at it. He goes, Man, dude. If they got
1: this in a certain color.
2: Yeah, if he got it in this color with that thing and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh, I would buy a ton of those things. It goes back to that
0: that bait right there is a a fantastic bait. It's great for Carolina rigging um, in the springtime when the fish are in pre spawn and spawn. A spawner fish will swim five foot off a bed to eat that thing. They just do not like it. I don't understand why. It probably has to have something to do with the profile of the bait, but it is just an incredible bait. It catches big fish. Uh,
1: uh, That's what I told Braden when I looked at it. I said, man, you know how many big bass I've caught off of that right there or something similar to it in a particular color? Uh, but I don't see that you have any of those type of colors that uh, –
2: Do we talk off the air? Don't worry. It's all good.
1: Uh, but I'm going to ask him, can you make those in multicolor, like uh, change the head, at, would the head be one color and the tail a different color? No.
0: No, I can only do uh, – I can either do a solid or a laminate. I can't I can't split the color um, between the head or the tail.
1: Man, i tell you what. That would be something. <laughs> it goes back to doing. that thing. When you use something so long or you find it, and then next time when you run out of all that – You go back to get it, and you can't get it anymore.
2: I know. Exactly. Well, you know what? You can't never say never because uh, with the new equipment you got coming in and all that kind of stuff, I'm sure a good, innovative guy like yourself might be able to figure out something, right?
1: There's a process for them to inject it and everything. Sure.
2: I understand that. But we could do it in a two-stage process. He's got all day. (laughs)
1: well we super glued these two together uh try that well maybe you need some gorilla glue on it
0: that is what they make dip and die for that's right or or, yeah or you know we put a
2: toothpick in the middle it'll hold them together it'll be fine don't worry about it well now uh the salt water stuff when do you when are you expecting to see that uh do you have a time frame
0: goodness we're uh we're still trying to get all our 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 bass converted over to the new molds and and everything and uh we, we still have molds coming in um, uh, we're, we're still in the learning process with the new equipment, but we're, I mean, we're getting there. We're getting to the end of it with the bass stuff. So right. I would probably say, honestly, to just be perfectly honest, probably wouldn't be just somewhere around the first of the year before we start with the saltwater stuff.
2: Well, that's already right. You off a brand new year with a brand new line of products. That's all good. We got yeah, no problem we with that. Still,
0: we still have a bait out there that, that I have some, some boys that have been out on the tournament circuit and they had just been whooping some butt with this thing. And, uh. We've been trying to keep it under wraps, and I haven't even had a chance to try to run this through the new equipment yet. I got a feeling there's going to be no issues with it, but we make a, we make a floating Senko. We call it the Flip and Float, mm-hmm. and it is made out of a really tough, durable plastic. And when you flip this thing, unlike all the other stick baits out there with the salt in them, they, they just lay flat on the bottom, this thing will rise up at a, about a 45-degree angle or so, uh, right on the bend of the hook, and the tail will stick up in the air when you flip it. And uh, I don't know; it's something the fish have never seen before. They—they they are catching some monster strings of fish on this, and that's something else we're getting ready to bring out to the public.
1: Is—is is that one of those? I need to, i just need to stop by up there at Floral City and. Pick up a pack. <laughs> sure, <Yeah. laughs> I have to try yeah, them out there I don't, at Lake I don't
0: Pan. Even have them on my own website yet. They're they're kind of they're kind of been a top secret thing. Um, my pro staff guys have been using them and. uh And now now they've given some to their friends, and now the phone's ringing, and everybody's going, hey, when, 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 and we're working on it. We'll get it out there
2: soon. Yeah, well, you made the mistake of giving me a pack of them, too, for the sample pack. So now everybody on the Strawberry Crest team and plant team are all going, can we get those ones with the flyer? Because they only got two worms apiece. (laughs) 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 Well, Don, we appreciate the call, man. And uh, you know what? Uh, If you want to, you can hang on through the break, because I do want to thank you for one last thing. Can you do that for me? All right, well, hang on for me real quick. We're going to take a real fast break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors, home of the big dog baits. And uh, G5 uh, has them right there, ready to go. And we got to also thank our good friends out there, Brandon Fords. Go out and see them today.
1: And welcome back Big and Wild Outdoors. Man, I can't believe hour number three is almost over with. That's oh, your geez. fault. That's always my fault. But that's all right. It's a good thing. It's Don's
2: fault. He's been yapping Don, and flapping all on the radio the whole well, time. Well, I'm done. not going
1: to make Don mad. I want to see some more of that product come out. The it secret is. stuff.
2: Don uh, with uh, big, uh, big, uh, big Dog Baits. I was going to try to think he was like president, CEO chief bottle washer. He's already said he stuff. was the chihuahua.
1: He's well, just a get her done guy.
2: He is, but uh, Don's on the phone with us this morning and uh, I, I kept you on one last time because I wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for your big giant generous donation of uh, a bunch of baits for the uh, Panfish Challenge for all those kids. That's awesome, man. Thank you.
0: Oh, that's absolutely my pleasure and I'd really like to thank you guys for the for the opportunity to do business with y'all.
2: Well, that's gonna be, it's gonna be a good time. If you got any kids, grandkids, or anybody else like that, neighborhood kids, all that, man, you need to bring them up there and let them fish in that thing.
1: Done it. I'm just going to have to get with you off the air to see what the inventory is, because what you give, because he was talking about divvying up this two for that, two for here, and two for that. What are you that. talking about? <laughs> he's got a little, I think he's getting a little tight on me. What
2: are you talking about? Don was going to donate a bunch of worms, uh, packs, and stuff like that for the kids so we can It'll put them a in a the goodie good bag thing. type deal?
1: Yeah, every year, somebody always gives something, and uh, those kids walk away with, a great experience with some little bit of tackle and i tell you i think it really gives them an opportunity to get jump started and uh, get those people out there uh, to take them fishing get their yeah, parents sure. get their uh, guardians or whichever the case may be and don i appreciate that and of course uh, you're just up the street from lake pentasofsky there at Panavista lodge so right. I, there's no reason for you not to come
0: Yeah, I was just going to ask you guys, do you all need any help? Because I can get a couple of pro staff guys, and we can all come over and give you a hand.
2: Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Help catching or help, uh, you know, cooking something or what? help,
0: period. Help with the kids. Help organizing, getting boats in the water or whatever. Man, we can
1: always use a little bit for that boat inspection for the kickoff in the mornings, you know, for inspecting the boats, making sure. You know, it's something how people all of a sudden show up with some frozen bluegill. (laughs) <laughs> These things are <laughs> – Yeah, it's 98 degrees, but I got them on some super dry uh, ice. Yeah, drys. <laughs>
2: yeah they, were, they were over there, no.
1: so, uh, yeah. No,
2: we're yeah, not going to turn bring, down anything. Bring, if you're
0: way in catching, they can stand it up against the tree.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, hey, you're more than welcome. Bring some of yeah, your pro staff absolutely. up, shake hands, uh, you know, kiss babies, do whatever you got to do, man. It, uh, we The more the merrier. If,
1: if you don't know Jim Ville, Jr., uh, come on out and we'll introduce you to him.
2: Yeah, that's for sure.
0: So I have a very intention of meeting Jim one day next week I'm gonna drop that stuff off for you guys and uh I will definitely make an attempt to get over there and uh spend the day with you on Saturday we'll be it's there Saturday,
2: uh, right yeah we well, well we're gonna be there uh June fifteenth June fifteenth all day so we got no place else to be except right there and it's gonna be a lot of fun and a lot of kids and uh, we really appreciate your donation, and I know that uh, those kids may not use those baits right off the bat, but I guarantee you that their dads
1: and uh, they're going to want to use them, and that's the, what it's yeah, about.
2: And their older brothers will be going, "You're not even going to fish with those, so I'm going to go ahead and take these." <laughs> so, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll be throwing well, them at their gonna, sisters. You know, you know how it is. We're going to try to make
0: sure we got plenty for them so they can share with everybody.
2: That's awesome, man. So I just wanted to say personally from us, thank yeah, you so thank much you for much. your for your donation. That's awesome, man. we for, hope to see you out there.
0: All
2: right, guys. Well, if anybody needs any more information, I know they can always go to uh, Big Dog Bait's bigdogbaits dot com. Uh, if you want to see them in person and uh, take a look at a bag of them, we have a few of them there at G Five Feeding Outdoors. We don't carry the full line yet, but uh, we're getting there. So uh, come in and check them out. See what you like. Put, uh give us your two cents. Say what's missing. Uh, whatever. I mean, we we listen to our customers, so it's all good and well and fabulous and it'll be a good time had by y'all
1: well one of the things too is uh with what a lot of people are stepping up and doing i was really taken uh, by surprise by one of the, did you see one of the sponsors that's been added to the latest flyer that kelly sent us this week
2: which one there's only been about oh 10 of them in the goodness. past week
1: uh, it's just people are you know jumping what? on every, like crazy every year this thing gets bigger and we're always concerned about having a quality time for and a quality experience for everybody but I will say, Jim. He doesn't. He doesn't fret over that. He's like, well, we'll just we'll deal with it. It'll be fine. and, uh, and it's getting really big. And uh, and you know what? Just when the people in the local community here in Plant City, uh, the Tampa Bay market, uh, people are stepping up. Brandon Ford is what really got us started with mm-hmm. this, and being the big sponsor that they are for us, and uh, getting everything in in motion. But when you see uh, Walmart and Bushnell donated. Uh, some items, I think a couple of uh, bicycles for us to give away during the raffle for a raffle item for the kids. I mean, man, in Bushnell, Walmart, Duke Energy, uh, those, I mean, just unbelievable. People are stepping up and uh, helping out. And those kids, I tell you, if you if you don't even want to fish, you just want to come and, and be a part of the raffle drawings and everything else, it's incredible the amount of stuff that people, just local people, families in that area here in Plant City Just giving money and buying stuff for the for the for the cause, and it's you know the money's generated. All the funds that we generate from this goes to the uh, South Sumter FFA, and of course uh, Everyday blessings Blessings. Children's Home here in Thanetisasa, and uh, just uh, but when you put all that in perspective and everything that's going on, it's going to be big.
2: You know what? I was talking to a couple of uh, reps and all that kind of stuff, and I they don't want to get mentioned, but uh, two of the distributors that we deal with, they they said. I said, hey, by the way, do you have any stickers or hats or anything you could, like, give away kind mm-hmm. of deal? Uh, and he goes, what for? I said, we have a, a panfish tournament that's coming up on June 15th. And he goes, oh, well, what's it for? And I said, uh, it's for everyday blessings where they keep, you know, kids' siblings together. if They have to go into a foster-type situation or or if they have to keep them there at the home and all that stuff. And they said, count us in. And so we had one donation that came in. yesterday. they have uh, 16 mini rods uh, and they're not done. They're going to bring more stuff in, and I know uh, another one's got a bunch of little tackle packs and stuff like that. They're going to be donate. Those kids are literally going to have to start showing up with a uh, with a little mini U haul, start yeah. carrying stuff and, away. And it really, seriously, goes, man. Awesome. And,
1: the, and the next, you know, the biggest thing too as well is the uh, southeastern tackle with them guys, oh, yeah. uh, Mark stepping up and uh, making sure that you know we we say the first hundred kids that are registered, and they, they come, you know, the first 100 kids, they either lead there with a, a Zepco combo, a 202 two combination, and uh, or a telescopic fiberglass pole. One of my a, favorites. A choice, you know, and you're using it for the bluegill uh, pan fishing. So, you know, what better way of uh, marking the guys over at the Southeastern to make sure the kids that show up have a fishing pole. And I know they come with some, but you know what, when a kid gets his, a new pole, and they're going out there. They're they're going to use that. Oh, it's sure. Brand, this is ready to go. This, is what, we're ado, gonna, this is what we're going to. This what we're going to get our big twelve panfish to weigh in <laughs> off of. Is this right here? And uh, I tell you, it's just. Uh, it's, you know what? When you put all those people out there and everybody that steps up, it's kind of nice just to see uh, people have good hearts still. And and when the world that we live in today, with all the 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 anger that seems to be going on. But when you get out there at Lake Panasofka, there at Panta Vista Lodge for this, it's just so relaxing. It's, it's a busy the world morning. The goes away. It's busy the whole time. and uh, it just. But you, when you see the kids, and that's what Jim Ville Sr. said uh, two years ago, uh, right after that event, he said, Glenn, what did you see here today? And I said, man, I've seen a lot of stuff. It was busy. He said, no, what did you see here today? And I said, well, a lot of kids, he said. A lot of kids with smiles on their face. That's right. He said we're going to do this again next year. And of course, he passed away, and last year's event was in his uh, dedicated in his memory. But uh, the legacy still going on with uh, with that kind of with the family there. And it's it's a great time. If you just want to come out and visit, hang out for the weigh-in, you're more than welcome to do so. And again, uh, I'll well, look, not just
2: to hang out for the weigh-in, but uh, you know, for the uh, silent auction items and some of the other things you can put in for the 50-50s yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You can still come away with prizes. You don't yeah, even have to. The, the one and anything. done
1: feeder, man. I think that was a big hit last year. And again, so uh, I want to thank Jeff and one and done for stepping up and throwing in one of those feeders for us and i think again Dean's, it's just going to be a great time i know it's still a couple of weeks out we're really hitting it hard but it's uh still two weeks I out saying, i want to be showing
3: up by some kids i want uh, to see <laughs> i'd uh, like to get down there
1: and up you know, there
3: I, up I, yes it's up, up there. there it is up there you are correct <laughs> but that's are awesome you gonna,
2: i know are you, uh, i know you got the new baby at home he's not ready for a big fishing no not quite
3: he's 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 Almost to the point of walking. But Man. uh he's figuring out how to throw things now. So he's getting to that point. He grabs it and just flails his arm around real quick and so at least he, you
2: could get him to cast your baits for yeah, you.
3: Well, I hope so. <laughs> I mean he, by the time he's ten, he's probably gonna be bigger than me. So uh we'll, um, if you um, want, we'll see.
2: If you want more information, uh, please do us a favor, go to Panavistalodge.com, Panavistalodge.com. Uh you know, the information on the tournament itself is on our Web page. It's on bigandwild.com, but if you wanted to book a cabin, if there's any left, you might want to check. I think they're booked up. Uh, and, and, and I don't know if there's any boats left or anything uh, like that.
1: It's going to be hard to say. Well, you know, sometimes. Call Jim Bill; He'll tell you.
2: Well, you know, just tell him to put you on the list in case there's any last-minute cancellations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It happens. But uh, at least you can go and register and do it now because it's only $25 per boat, not per person. It's 25 per boat. And it's 35 the day of. So there's going to be food. There's going to be fun. There's going to be lots of prizes. There's going to be lots of kids. There's going to be uh, all kinds of great stuff going on there. And we really want to see you show up with your smiling face in it. And if you don't have a boat and you want to bring the kids anyway, dude, they can run around on the dock or around the edges and all that stuff, and they can still catch fish. Trust me. My kids do it every single year. And, and we eat them. Yeah, and we eat them. <laughs> And they are giggity giggity all crazy right now. And we're still a little bit out, but they're like, Dad, is it this week? Is it this week? Is it this week? They're jonesing to go. But anyway, bring your kids, bring yourself, bring your fun. It's gonna be a big one. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're gonna take a break, our last break before the top of the hour. Stay with us. We're brought to you by G5 Feed Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Wrapping up the show here pretty quick. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Glenn, and Dean Frazier in the studio today. I uh, just got a text from uh, Vincenzo, the Don of Indian Rocks Beach. Right. He's. Uh, he said, uh, don't forget to mention where he's going to be donating some sunglasses, I think. So they did last year, too, living the water life. You so. know what?
1: I tried to get a pair of them, but somebody else beat me to them. I, I uh, was it made. I no, they actually uh, uh, outbid me on it, so it was.
2: It was not me, dude. I know that. Why are you looking at me? Give me the hairy eyeball just because I beat you out on the, uh, yeah, lawnmower. the electric lawnmower. It's no big deal.
1: That was two years ago. But
2: that was. Not, you know what's so funny about that is what's that? Glenn and I got into this huge bidding war, the silent auction war. <laughs> I didn't know it was him, and he didn't know it was me, and uh, we're outbidding each other, and I ended up winning the uh, the uh, the electric lawnmower, and Glenn goes. You won that? Was that you bidding on there? I go, yeah. He goes, well, you idiot? I was trying to win that thing so I could give it to you for your birthday. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah,
1: so Are happy you birthday kidding? with your happy, money. He
2: goes, happy birthday with your money. I was like, it's <laughs> No way. But uh, oh, I, man, that just, I just, I just wanted to bring that up because we have some really great uh, auction items that we do every single year, and thanks to Vince and Living the Water Life TV on on Carbon TV. Uh, you know, he donated some glasses last year and did really good. And uh, our friends out at Choo Choo's Lawn Equipment they donated uh, a bunch of stuff. And and actually, Bill George got into that little bidding war, I think, for that that trimmer jobber thing that he wanted to use out there for when he was clearing out on the property for uh, his hunting lease. That way he could cut shooting lanes and stuff like that, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I know the Choo Choo's donated some stuff again this year, right? And then yeah, uh, uh, I mean, there's. We understand that, you know, when it comes to sponsorship, sometimes it's easier to donate product than it is to, you know, give money. And that's that's fine with us because uh, the more it brings in those people, it's amazing. I looked around last year. I'll give you a great example. Last year, I look around and I see how many boats are out, but then there's like 200 people standing around And I was like,
1: try like 300 plus, almost 400 people. But I
2: mean, it was right after we got off the air and everybody was out on the boats. All the last boat was out. We watched them go and I turn around and there's like 250, 300 people standing there and I go, None of y'all are fishing. They're like, no, we're here for the auction and all the other stuff. We're here. Yeah, well, they here. were
1: here with their families. You know, the kids went out with the dad or whatever. Yeah, and the grandparents or aunts, uncles just come up for the day. And uh, yeah, like I say, it's a it's a fun time. And I was just thankful we had that big tent last year. The years before it was been in the heat, straight and, out uh, there in the direct sunlight. Everybody's baby. hanging out underneath the tree, the tree line, trying to stay cool, which I didn't blame them one bit. I want to thank God. So well, this have the tent year,
2: again this year, so don't freak yeah. out.
1: Uh you know, <laughs> Uncle John's Pride's uh, furnishing us uh, with the sausage. So for until the, we'll have sausage until they're gone. Yeah. You know, and, so it'll be good. And, and, and uh, we don't
2: charge for that. We just ask just donations. for donations. Yep. You know, so, uh, you know, that way uh, if you, you know, got a couple bucks, throw it in the pot and yeah. grab a couple hot dogs, a couple sausages, and get out of there.
1: Yeah, So, so it's yeah. all good. That was great. And, of course, uh, our good friends out there at Culligan Water, Plant City is going to make sure that we have enough water to keep everybody hydrated. So
2: that right there is a blessing in itself, <laughs> yeah, right? That's there. worth
1: every nickel and penny. Yeah. I tell you, it's uh, it's great to have that cold water when you're thirsty.
2: Well, I know that uh, if you're if you're not planning on uh, fishing, perhaps uh, we still would like you to come up. I mean, if you got kids, it's a good place to run around. It's a safe place to run around. Uh, they can always fish off the dock while the boats are all out there and gone. And when I say a dock, it's not just like a little, you know, dock out in the backyard. This thing runs a good 100 and something feet down the side. So you got plenty of room to run around and uh, throw a little bobber and maybe some red wigglers, crickets, whatever, out there and see what you can catch. Uh, my kids never leave the bridge. I mean, seriously, uh, the occasional uh, Barrett may uh, hook up something and try to go catch a bass and pull him out of the reeds or something. But for the most part, they're out there just catching panfish all day. Catch them, turn them loose, catch them, turn loose, catch them, turn loose, catch them, turn loose. And then we all wait for the big boats to come in. when they do, we start watching everybody yeah. do their stuff. But yeah. we get lots of folks who stop by just for the auctions and for the food and uh, maybe make a donation and then head on out. They got other plans for the day. It's no big yeah. deal.
1: And again, uh, Game and Fish, Freshwater, FWC, they'll be there doing the weigh in again. They've done it for us year after year. And they do a great job. And, uh, and it's fun and, and watching the kids they come up there with the basket with their panfish get them weighed in and they're all smiles they get their weight and they go stand and wait and see what the outcome is and uh it, it's fun it's it's exciting it's a it's a real experience that goes a lifetime for them and i really like to i'm gonna you know i've yet to make me one i'm gonna get one of those uh panfish trophies that we uh have made up but mr shepherd out in plant city he does them for us and I don't think this year I'm going to put my name in there.
2: Yeah, but it was really what's really funny is Glenn. I think was one of our original money winners out at his own tournament. I was. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Well, no, but, but that was before the tournament. That uh, I, was, I was fishing yeah, the day before.
2: Yeah, the day before, but you were the first original money winner, and it was at your own tournament. Yeah. Because he actually caught a tagged uh, panfish out there that was actually worth uh, what? Oh, so it bu- even, was it? Fifty. Yeah, it bucks? was fifty
3: dollars. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was f- part of the tournament. Then it was just a whole separate thing. It was a separate thing. Ah, it was the gotcha. ca-
2: General Sumter thing that was going on at the same time. Uh, you win. You catch General Sumter. You win ten grand. And uh, there was uh, a few panfish. He didn't even realize it until yeah, he was cleaning the fish. The fish.
1: I didn't clean. I didn't clean one side of it, and it turned up. Eh, this thing got a tag. He on. goes,
2: "What in the world is this thing stuck on the? B-? What, what? Wait, this is a tag." And then yeah. he called it in, bucks. it was 50
3: bucks. So, so, so well, at, actually, least you, at least you didn't have to sign up beforehand, like those redfish <laughs> ones, where people, you have to sign, it's like 50 bucks or something like that for the yeah. CCA thing. Sure. And then people are like, they'll catch the redfish, and they'll be like, uh, and then they could have just won a boat. Yeah, you but, know how many people, <laughs> uh, I was talking to
1: my buddy Dave, and he was telling me how many people caught... Tag fish last year that wasn't registered so they didn't win anything yeah it yep. was a lot he told me it was yeah quite a few of them Dave reported. came
2: in yesterday and uh got his cca uh sign up thing and got the official ruler they have those at g5 and he's like hey man you got those cca th- things here and i was like yeah right there i'll go get you one and uh he goes man you gotta have this because if you get out there and you catch one it's got a tag and you ain't registered it doesn't mean nothing i mean you might as well either just
1: I'm going to see if the uh, sign pair making us up some more of those fish rulers. Uh, I need to get some of them made too. That would be they nice. won't be worth nothing other than, you know, you, <laughs> yeah, you a, can <laughs> measure stick your them fish. them on your ruler. cooler. <laughs> yeah. It's all
2: good, you know? Yeah. I th- I told Dave, I said, you, guys, you know you catch those things with a tag on them and then they're no good anymore, you know, for registered, you know, if you're not registered. I went, so you're not thinking like a, a bad guy.
3: You just put it in the live well, go and register, go out and fish. No,
2: I said, I said, no, that's off.
1: that's cheating. I said, <laughs> I said,
2: cut off the tag, and put it up on eBay. <laughs> for, oh any reg- for any registered CCA members who want to win a, oh a chance God, no. to win a vote.
1: See, that's the kind if of things that we have to th- be concerned about. I if people like you, oh, I coming out to the I never tournament. said I would <laughs> do it. This <'cause laughs> is all hypotheticals, okay? <laughs> uh, I got a metal
3: detector waiting for you guys. <laughs>
2: if it's a, a $5,000 prize, I get oh, a grand man. and you keep the rest. It's all good. Yeah. No, but uh, it's going to be a great time. So market calendars. If you want to come up, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> Uh, go register today. Call Jim up there at uh, Panavista or go online. Uh, get all the information. Look at the cabins. If you can't make it on the 15th, I tell you what, if you haven't done it by now, go register and get one of those cabins for the 4th of July because that is a good place to be up there for our, uh, our celebration of our nation's independence. It's a beautiful place to be. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Go out, have a great weekend. Thank you, Dean, for coming in and suffering with us, and thank you, Glenn, for showing up. Thank
3: You're welcome. you, thank you.
2: All right. Jonathan, be safe. Bill George, hurry up, and get back. I'm gonna talk alligators when you get back. We are the big and wild outdoors. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next Saturday. Bye see everybody. Ya.